0: Hey everybody, Nick Espinosa, your Chief Security Fanatic here, and today we have to talk about Apple's new Vision Pro. This thing's going to be a privacy nightmare, and I have been not a fan of the way we've been bugging ourselves, this on our persons with phones, all that kind of stuff, but also in our homes as well. And now we're going to be turning this thing up to 11. Now Jeffrey Fowler of the Washington Post had a really good article on this, and and I'm cribbing from him. But I've read others on this as well, and I've talked about these things before, not just with this, but with things like Amazon Echo Show and and, and everything else. But Apple's about to turn this up to 11, and I love how Mr. Fowler actually opens his article. And I quote, imagine you're in a waiting room and someone sits next to you with four iPhones strapped to their forehead. You might swiftly relocate. Yet that is exactly what's happening when someone straps on Apple's new Vision Pro headset. Now, on top of this, and he goes on to break this down, that each one of these headsets contains a rough equivalent of a full head of iPhones. It's got two depth sensors, six microphones, and 12 cameras. It also uses them to continuously track people and rooms in three dimensions. So basically, everything that you do, you know, your hand gestures, if you're blinking or moving your eyes around, uh, you know, it's going to understand everything, not to mention couch, couch cushions and everything else. And so when you wear one, You're basically seeing the world around you with computer generated images and information superimposed on them, which kind of seems pretty cool in some ways. But here we are. So, quote, regardless, you might want to know uh, you might want to know this device collects more data than any other personal device I've ever seen. End quote. That is from the author. Now, at its launch, Apple has said that it's going to take steps to restrict some of the data collected by Vision Pro, including what people's eyes are looking at. It's obviously a good thing, but it's also new kinds of risks that Apple doesn't appear to have addressed. Or basically, they may not be able to just given how this technology has to work. And so, again, his questions are dead on here. I would have asked the same thing, although I would have asked a few more. So the question he asks basically is who gets access to the maps that these devices are building of our homes, our environments, wherever, and the data about how we move our bodies, meaning it's going to understand how we, you know, move our heads if we're talking or, you know, maybe with gesturing our arms or maybe our gait, just understanding if it's got sensors in it of how we simply walk or squat or do whatever. So, according to Cooper Quinton from the Electronic Frontier Foundation, for the record, they are doing the Cyberlord's Lord's work for privacy, quote, Should we as a society really be going headfirst into virtual reality and augmented reality in our lives before we have strong privacy regulation? Data brokers already have way too much intimate knowledge about everything I do. I don't want them to have this level of knowledge. Correct. He's absolutely correct. We are lacking in privacy laws here in the United States. We are way behind Europe in this. And and people love to hold up the Constitution as this amazing, perfect document with the right to privacy. And it does enshrine the right to privacy, including as interpreted by the US Supreme Court. So why wouldn't this translate into the tech world as well? Internet didn't exist back then. Technology, as we know it, didn't really exist back then either. Now, as mentioned, Apple has taken some steps here. But It's not 100%, so to combat people basically being filmed by the Vision Pro unknowingly, meaning you're walking around filming, you know, that person down the street, there's going to be an indicator on the device's front screen when it is shooting a photo of a video. So you can see somebody with this thing on, you know, and here we go. Okay, fine. Why are you filming me? Because it's going to be flashing. That said... That said, obviously, well, I should say in technically in theory, it would prevent, you know, somebody from basically uh, recording you, therefore getting facial recognition on you, all those kinds of things. But we've also seen the ability for people that, that are good at hardware to modify these things to basically turn that kind of stuff off. And so how basically are they making that tamper proof as well? Not to mention the fact nobody's mentioned irises. That was one of the big problems that we had with Meta's version of this, the Oculus, is that it understands your eyeballs. If you look away from, you know, the 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 advertisement it's playing you, it pauses the advertisement and then you look back. It understands at an intimate level. Not to mention these cameras are so like sensitive that are they taking iris shots because we know that apple has been collecting data off iphones not telling people about it even when you turn icloud off i've written articles on that i've talked about that in the past and so what's going to stop them from here on top of this the new problem is what else is the device gathering you know obviously it's mapping spaces around you the device needs to know essentially the contours of the world around you so it basically knows where it can insert digital things in your line of sight that's really, really important as well. So Vision Pro apps have the ability to access that type of data if the user grants permission, like how an iPhone app asks for your location. These worldview maps may look like a wireframe mesh to us, but it reveals a lot to the computer and the algorithms. And this is something that I have talked about incessantly as I've been paraphrasing Fowler here from the Washington Post. This is a huge thing. Now on a basic level, Vision Pro might know that it's in a room with walls, you know, 4 by 4 8 by 8 whatever it is. But once it starts understanding the technology around you or the things you've bought, it starts to build a picture on who you are. And so the example he gives is exactly right. You've got a 75-inch television. Now maybe it understands, hey, you've got more money to spend. And if you're spending 3500 bucks on a pair of basically big-ass goggles for your head, yeah, you probably do have the money. You know, but compared to let's say somebody with a 40-inch television, and you've got a 75, maybe you've got more money to spend. And since the device can understand objects, it can also detect if you've got a crib or a wheelchair, drug, per- per- you know, drug stuff around. You know, you're doing meth. It's going to understand that. Not that you'd probably be buying a $3,500 helmet on meth, but you get what I'm saying. It starts to understand these things. This is the exact same problem I had with the Amazon Echo Show. These things have cameras in it. You walk by that thing with, you know, the a shirt from your favorite band and now it understands, "Oh, you like, you know, Metallica or whatever." So, guess what you're getting? Advertisements for Metallica tickets, Metallica swag, Metallica merchandise. This is the problem that we're seeing. And and and, and this is a huge issue. And Apple loves to claim, "Oh, we're private, we're private, we're private." But no. I have done many, many, many videos, podcasts, radio segments on Apple. And, and and essentially, they're lies on that. And quite frankly, that's what I really do think it is, just given the history. That's my opinion. So advertisers and data brokers are building profiles you know, on us. Governments can also get this information as well. And so what's stopping them to say, oh, we've got a suspect, et cetera, et cetera. And all of this mapping is in the cloud, Apple's iCloud and all of that. We need to understand, let's say this person's room or whatever, before we kick in the door and and raid, you know, whatever it is, you know, do we need to really be giving away this information to a third party, Apple or otherwise? And there's going to be a zillion people that buy this. He, He coined the phrase in here, vision bros, you know, in the same way we had glass holes back in the Google Glass day, you know, which was his comparison. And yeah, we're gonna see that. And we're gonna see basically the cult-like following of Apple continuously crank these things out and, and buy these things, so we'll have a Vision Pro 2, which will even be more sensitive, more accurate. But we need to have good privacy legislation laws. We need to understand fully what this does and how we can essentially block it. It's one thing to sit there and you know play a game like Beat Saber or something, you know, in, in a virtual world. It's another one to basically just walk out and live your life you know, going down the street with this kind of stuff. And and boom, you're instantly identifying people. I don't need people to know, oh, I saw Nick's photo on LinkedIn, and now they're identifying me on the street. Not that I have a million fans. But the point is, is that there should be a modicum of privacy. And we are the most data mined, basically generations in the entire history of humanity. It's got to stop. We need good laws. and, and, And our technology outpaces that by the nth degree But we've got to get moving on that, and that is your news of the day. And please like, share, follow me here on Facebook and Twitter at NickAESP. And please feel free to subscribe to me at YouTube as well. And as always, stay safe, stay online, and please attempt to stay private. Thanks, everybody.